sit back and watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work in your city. Watch me work. Watch me, watch me work. I'ma say today. I'ma say today. You just sit back and watch me work. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Entertainment Exchange. My name is David Johnson, aka Jeffrey Wright, aka Wright, comma Jeffrey. Alshon Jeffrey, aka my name Jeff, <laughs> aka I don't know, just thinking of random stuff. And that's Wayne, the hat trick, Wizzy Webb, across from me. One of a kind. The Hulk. <laughs> He's just messing my whole train of thought. I was going to say, co host, one of a kind. <laughs> The co-host of the show. <laughs> Today we are talking sports on Entertainment Exchange. Them sports, your one-stop shop about entertainment, movies, TV shows, sports, culture, social media, music, entertainment, and beyond. Oh, hold like Star up. Trek. And beyond. Yeah. And okay. Beyond. I like that. Like Star Trek. And beyond. And beyond. And beyond. Now we talked about movies earlier in the week. We talked about TV shows yesterday. We talking sports. We haven't done a sports one in a while because it's been kind of lacking. It's been dry. Yeah. I mean, after the World Cup, after the women it's won. It's been Sahara. Boo. Desert. Boo. After the, dry. After the women won the World Cup, and it was, and after all the free NBA free agency, it was like, and now we wait. <laughs> For football. For football. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you right. I watched some football. So, first thing we're going to talk about, Simone Biles. She ain't human, bro. Simone Biles. Let's talk about it. Is is has got to be she's from houston isn't she i don't i maybe pro- probably i'm like fairly certain because i've seen her at rocket games and stuff like that she, do like she could be from houston anyway continue but simone biles is like i don't understand i don't have like i i'm trying to think of an athlete to compare it to she's her own she's in her own category like category all right the only she's thing i can think of when I when I think back, especially when I watch Thirty for Thirties and stuff like that, I think of Bo Jackson when they're like Bo Jackson's doing stuff people never saw, like Bo Jackson was catching fly balls running up the wall and throwing them, and people were like, "You don't do that! Like you just don't do that!" Yeah, no one's done that. That's it, what Simone unless Biles. Unless your is name doing. Bo Jackson. Yeah, unless you're Bo Jackson. Like Bo now Jackson, it's unless your name is Simone Biles. Bo Jackson is Thirty for Thirty. One of the people from the owner of the Royals. Kansas City Royals talked about him doing batting practice. And look up a picture of the Kansas City Royals stadium before I finish the story. Um, and that they had they had them doing, you know, taking a couple hits back and forth and how bit, you know. He, Bo Jackson never, like, used steroids, never was that big into weights and anything. You see the stadium, right? Uh, yes. Let me, let me see it. Flip it to me. Okay. Uh, that the I don't know if it was an owner at the time or one of the hitting coaches, whatever, talked about Bo Jackson got up, hit a ball, and it hit the crown at the back. Yeah, exactly. Hit the crown at the back, at the top, at the back of that stadium. And the guy was like, I've heard that sound when it hit two times. Babe Ruth, when he came here, Bo Jackson. Doing un- like doing stuff people didn't know was possible. Yeah, that's when I think of Bo Jackson doing that. I think of Simone Biles doing wow double backflip dismounts off of uh <laughs> off of a uh, uh, shoot. What's the What's the name of the event? The balance beam. Balance the, beam. The beam with the so, I don't no know. wobble. No, just nailing it like it was like it was the eat like she just jumped off. Like yeah, like, and I'm done. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Excuse me. Doing. Double backflip twist on floor routines like it was easy. Like, there's a mat there just in case. Yeah. 
you break through the mask. She ain't really need it. She ain't need it. Like, she, Simone Biles is doing stuff that, like, people need to understand. I'm telling you, man, these, these ladies these days, it's chicken wraps, bro. <laughs> like, the article with Deadspin was like, Simone Biles has once again broken gymnastics. <laughs> like, she, she's insane. She did a double-double a dismount on a beam, which has never been done before. And then she became the first gymnast to land a triple-double, which is two flips and three twists, cleanly in competition. God dang, bro. Oh, my goodness. So, if I could do, If I could just do one of them things. <laughs> if I could just do a twist. <laughs> if I could do a twist, <laughs> maybe a flip. <laughs> maybe a somersault. Oh, Lord. Maybe a somersault. Effectively. Just a, a tuck and roll. <laughs> yeah. In addition to the all-around title... She finished the weekend with individual titles in floor exercise, vault, and beam. In the uneven bars, which is her weakest event, she came third. That's her weakest event, and she yes. got third? Uh, the total score for the all-around title was 118, which is almost five full points ahead of the second place, which in gymnastics terms is like, holy crap. She out God here. God dang, bro. Yeah, she out here. She now has 21 all-around titles over the last six years. There will never be another Simone Biles. No. There will never be nope. another Call Simone Biles. She is insane. Yes. It's the same. She is same with the same thing. Everyone talks about Michael Phelps and swimming. It's the same equivalency. Yeah. They doing stuff that shouldn't be humanly possible. <laughs> I'm still to this day. Easily. I'm pretty sure Michael Phelps has gills. <laughs> Somewhere. Uh, he's uh, what? He's the he's, deep. He's the he's deep. The he got deep the gills on his. <laughs> Man, Simone Biles. Shout out to you. I know you're listening. You're just flying through the water. Simone Biles is flying through the air. Flying through the air, like, but like not not flying through the air with like help. This is her own like. She's doing this. If you haven't internet, I highly implore and suggest it's on. It's a gif of it already. Like go go yeah. on social media anywhere and type in Simone Biles and you'll see the events, and you'll see what she has done. Especially when you think back to the last Olympics. There was that girl that or person that snapped her leg. Do you remember that? We ain't got to talk about that. I didn't see bro. it live. Oh. But I I saw a picture after mm. and I was like, that's a 90 degree angle. Like, yes. I didn't see it live. Oh. Why you got to bring that up? I'm sorry. Oh. But I didn't know people who watched it live. <laughs> I'm aching. And they were like, it sounded like a gunshot. Like, Snap! Like his leg. That's like um, Yusuf, Yusuf Nurkic when he broke his leg. Nope. I didn't watch, the, I don't you didn't watch, watch that? Things. No. Bro, that was a 90 degree angle. That was a snap. That was a thud. Well, you know, Paul George was worse. You see him, Paul George, when he yeah, hit that I base, saw... his jump was, you, you. Like, yeah, yeah. Was... but Yusuf Nurkic, he came straight down. Oh, I Like, see, he I didn't see hit it. the bat. He didn't I hit the thing. It. He came, was going up for a rebound, came straight down, and I think, snap. Pow! Yes. Sorry, we're talking about injuries. Moving on. <laughs> Talk about a protractor angle, Stop. bro. Moving on. Super <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, let's do Antonio Brown. So Wait, do we have to, man? Yes, we're gonna make it quick though. Antonio Brown is a goober. Number one. <laughs> number one. In the words of Peter B. Parker, give me the goober. <laughs> he is a goober. A goober is an idiot who wants attention. <laughs> Antonio Brown, before all this popped off, was like, I want to play with Big Ben, yada yada yada. All that situation popped off in Pittsburgh. So he left. Went to the Raiders, Oakland Raiders. So, before this, they were like, yo, this man got frostbite. Like, his feet look, like, his horrible. Feet, his feet peeling like he got sunburned. Yeah, bad. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, what does that mean? 
He's fine. Then, uh, recently, he was like, yo, I want to wear my helmet from like playing 10, with the Steelers, like, right? It was, no, it was like 10 years ago or something like that. It was like years ago. Then Early Steelers then, right? Yeah, it was like a long time ago. Hey, I want to wear my helmet. That was 10 years ago, to which the majority of normal people, eh, don't think you can. Yeah. What is the goober's response? <laughs> I'm going to retire. <laughs> like, Jesus. Can I... Okay, he, he is, right now, for me, if I go to the dictionary, look up ego. <laughs> yes. And he just scrolls. It's a picture of that blonde mustache. Yes. <laughs> that, yes. That caterpillar, that blonde caterpillar, caterpillar upper lip and his goofy face <laughs> with no helmet <laughs> with his feet next to the picture. And it's just like, bro, like, what, like, what are you doing? You're wasting... Well, you're not wasting anything. You're just trying to bring attention to you for no reason. And that's what I think people who have ego problems do. That's what he does, man. That's, you know, do I did I like watching T.O. play? Of course. Did T.O. have an ego problem? Of course. Like, we're not going to sit here and like him. Chad Johnson. Yeah. Great player. We're he not going to sit here. changed his last name to Ocho Cinco. We're not going to sit here and act Come like on. he didn't. Did he get better? Did he get, like, mentally better? Of course. But all these players had ego problems. I think T.O. is hilarious. This man was answering questions, answering questions, working out in his driveway. Yeah. <laughs> Ego problems. This man scored a touchdown, grabbed the popcorn out of yes. somebody in the front row, and said, gimme, gimme, gimme. Ego problems. Antonio Brown. Ego problems. That's why when I see stuff like this, I'm like, you wasting my time. Mm-hmm. So. He wasting John Gruden's time, too. Listen. Now, hold up. I'm it don't this. matter, because they pay John. John Gruden don't care. He got paid a grip. So, like, <laughs> he don't care. He's like, I, y'all still got to pay me. Like, <laughs> like, bring in all these troubled players. Yeah. I want them all. Keep talking. I'm going to look up his contract. Okay, so as a as a Steelers fan, that the Steelers fan that, that currently am, has, do you still have that Antonio Brown jersey? I do have the AB jersey, all right. bro. Just, just wondering. Just wondering. And you know what? I think him doing all of this is only doing that jersey some justice. Because <laughs> whenever it's finally time to sell that thing, I'm about to... I'm about to get my my check, bro. 17k. <laughs> yes, I'm about to get my money. I only wore that thing like twice. Okay, so it still got a little oomph in it, but I'm not talking about that. All right, what I'm talking about is Antonio Brown. I think things like this with Antonio Brown is only making the Steelers organization look that much better for getting yes. rid of him. Yeah, it's making Big Ben, even though Big Ben had a lot to do with that with the issues between him and Antonio Brown. It makes it's the making other Big side. Ben look like. A freaking angel sent from Delort. Delort, DT. Because, because Big Ben looks like he's taking steps towards being a better team player. Which, in my mind, I'm like, you idiot! You should have been doing that from the jump. I was like, it's too late in your career. Right yeah, now to be like, like you you're, know what? You're thirty. What? You're thirty something. Like now you're. Oh, I'm gonna stop going on the I'm radio be shows. A leader. Yeah. Um. I'm sorry. <laughs> what happened? What like the 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 what's the the sound bite? What happened? What happened? Yeah, like what, where is this? Uh, not because you got Juju when you get you barely got the receivers, the receiving core, That's and then hilarious. you lose Le'Veon Bell. Now. I want to lead these guys. Well, you could have led when you had Antonio Brown and, and Le'Veon Bell, and we still have three Bs or four Bs if you count Boswell. You know, Lord, please help his leg Boswell. make a freaking field goal. He's doing better, but consistency is what I need. Um. <laughs> All I'm saying is Antonio Brown is making the Steelers look so good, and I'm okay with that because we are about to enter a season in where we have literally no we idea as much what we can do as we can get. because we have Juju 
And then, I mean, there are some people who still done preseason. Who's the I'm tight like, end? Uh, McDonald? Yeah, Vance McDonald, the one he's who stiff on the mess out of that uh, he's good. Conti or whatever like from the Bucks. Chris Conti? Yeah. yeah he gave he him. that young boy. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gave him I the business. your name of the father. I baptize <laughs> He's good. Yeah. So, I'm just like, listen. Also, AB, the first episode of Hard do, Knocks bro. is on YouTube. I need to watch it. Yeah, I got to watch it too. It is on there. And I saw it and I was like. Right after this, they're on this, episode two, I think. Now. They're on it two now, but the first one's up on okay, YouTube. Okay. And after I saw this stuff, the helmet, I was like, I saw, a, I saw a video, and it was like <laughs> Antonio Brown doing all this stuff. Yeah, and, the and execs. it said, it said the <laughs> the hard not execs how they be looking. Yeah, it was like a bunch of people dancing in the restroom. Yeah. Oh, you know they is that it's that it's the current dance meme with the kid that's like doing the uh what is he doing. I don't know. Oh, he's he like busts open the bathroom door. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's doing, <laughs> yeah, he's doing like the shoot or he's something. He's doing the shoot yeah. like through the stall. That's what they are doing basically. Yeah. I, so I, it's hilarious. I think thank, you're right. I want to say thank you, Antonio Brown, for continuing to be Thanks, yourself. B. But then also not thank you because you're dumb. I just don't. And I have your jersey, and I hate it. John now. Gruden's getting paid ten years, a hundred million dollars. Yeah, you heard me right. Ten million a year. They signed him for 10 years. 10 years. Diaz Anos? 100 mil. 100. 100 mil. 100 million. He's getting 10 a year, so he don't care. He literally is like, oh, man, that sucks. All right, guys, practice starts at, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's like, I got other stuff to do. So that's why you can say crazy things like Nathan Peterman is a good quarterback. Yeah. Which I yeah. kind of was like. Yeah. I see what you have to do. Yeah. Is he, either, is he their backup? Yeah. Derek Carr is a starter. Yeah. I see what you have to do. Again, if you pay me $10 million a year, I will say whatever I'm you saying, want me to I'm say. I'm saying whatever I want, man. <laughs> as long as I don't get me fired. I mean, aside from Aaron Rodgers, there really is no other. Like, I will say whatever you want me to say. I mean, say. he's got the measurables, you know? Yeah. No one has ever had a greater arm. Not Aaron, not Brett, not no Brady, one, not, nobody. Not, Brady. not Peyton, nobody. Peter, man. <laughs> I will do it. I don't care. You paid me 10 mil. That's why I was like, uh, I don't put a lot of stock in <laughs> You got to think yo, about yo. some of these coaches, like what they're doing. If I ever got paid that much money to coach in the NFL, I will. I'd be like, "Look, write me a script. I don't care how crazy it is. Yeah, I will say, I will say it. it to the as team. long as my check comes in next week. I will sleep here. I will on say the field, it. do some crazy. Like I'll do it. I don't care. It's ten yes. mil. Dare me to go out there and say that the the rookie running back we have is better than Emmitt Smith and Bo Jackson put together. I will <laughs> do it. I promise you. <laughs> I promise you. Uh, we talked about it earlier mm, Tuesday, but the NCAA. Threw out a rule, basically called the quote unquote the Rich Paul rule. Cause they done about agents. Cause they done and how they needed to have a college degree. They needed to have take this test in person. They need to have so many hours doing whatever, whatever the certification was, and that they, this had to happen in order for you to become an agent. That happened, I believe it was it earlier this week. Something like that, yeah. Or earlier last week. Yeah. Well, they have changed that. They have amended that rule. Uh huh. They were like, actually, we was kidding. April Fools <laughs> in August. We're done. August Fools. Yeah, August Fools. And they said, just kidding. We didn't mean it per se. We just wanted to see what your reaction would be. Man. Everyone's reaction was just like that. Man, if you 
don't get you. Yeah, yeah. That's what everyone reacted to. Everybody was. probably the boy hand said, we yeah. put a roasty real quick. Uh, you actually need to have a degree. You actually need to have... Bro, for what? That's <laughs> it's like that Russell Westbrook interview. Are y'all what? serious? Y'all tripping? <laughs> y'all tripping? Yeah, the, they amended the certification process for agents representing basketball players who are deciding whether to stay in school or explore the NBA draft. No longer require them to have a bachelor's degree. Uh, NCAA said in the statement, "We are committed to providing student athletes who are deciding whether to stay in school or explore NBA draft options." with access to a wide array of resources to make their decision. Yes. Okay. They go on to say, NCAA member schools developed a new agent certification process to accomplish that goal and reflect our higher education mission. However, comma, we've been made aware of several current agents who have appropriately represented former Nike, former student athletes, I'm sorry, in a professional quest in whom the NBA has granted waivers of its bachelor's degree requirement. So they were like, we were going to do this. And we realized there are like other people, there are agents around who are good at what they do and are helping these kids. And the NBA doesn't care if they have a degree. Mm-hmm. So we realized we really shouldn't care if they have a degree. Yeah. <laughs> Which was the problem with them saying, listen, you need to have a degree in the first place. If the NBA don't care, <laughs> and that's where these kids want to go. NBA, all the NBA cares about is the talent coming into the league and the money they will receive yes. from that talent whether it be from jerseys tv whatever if the nba is willing to waive it and be like oh no you kid that's your dude that's a, that's who you represent yeah yeah sure come on come on come on in and they and the nba pays for players literally so like sign sealed delivered a lot i'm your <laughs> sign sealed delivered i swear you got more of these players like yo I'm going to Australian League. I'm playing overseas. Yeah. Uh, the, the one who I could, comes to mind right now is Brandon Jennings, who is like, actually, I'm going to go overseas. And then came back Sayonara. Over. Sayonara. So it's... It's... NCAA, you were dumb to even, like, make this a thing. <laughs> Are you dumb, 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 dumb? <laughs> like, this what, it shouldn't have been a thing to begin with. So the fact that you're like, actually, sorry, sorry, we realize... If y'all don't care, we really shouldn't care. You know what I'm saying? Okay. It's like, I think <laughs> I think about the... Uh, I'll take the, your half-hearted apology. Yeah, exactly. I think about the meme on. of the, the security guard at that at that football stadium where he's like supposed to be checking them and he's just like... <laughs> he's doing... Have you seen that one? It's like an old white guy and they're holding their hands up and he's like... Okay. Yes. Like he's doing the bare minimum. Yeah. And then I'm like, that's, that's what... The people are saying, they're like, if the NBA is doing that, why is the NCA, the mom, like, in the car, like, okay, you got to take this, you got to do this, this, mom, no, they don't no, care. No. The, 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 what is it, NCAA? Yeah. They're like the, what is it, TSA? Yes. Yeah. They were like, listen, y'all, like, they got I got- the metal detectors, they got everything, they searching your luggage. It was like, it don't matter. Searching everything. I got the pre-TSA check, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm allowed to go through. Yeah. Let me through. You mean to tell me you were going to stop someone from representing a, the next Zion, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. just because he didn't have a bachelor's degree? No. If he's got these many people under his belt already, he's got, he is the degree at that Literally. point. Literally. If you want to make a degree for it, he is the standard. If you see, if you see the stuff he's done, you're like, ah, you need a degree. When the amount of stuff he's done in life is 10 times more than that degree will ever do. Yeah. You waste, what we really here for? Like, you wasted my time. What are yeah. we really here to talk about? Uh-huh. 
But that's another that's time. That's, for, a, that's, that's another, another episode another right there, man. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> After this break, we're going to talk about kids and participation and not when it's not what you think. Okay, good. We're talking about the decline of kids and sports. Oh. And how apparently after or after apparently reading certain studies, ESPN published an article that said the uh 11, it's like the age where kids kind of like, all right, I'm done with sports. Huh. So, like I said, we just talked about the NCAA <laughs> and the Rich Paul rule. Dummies. Right now we're talking... <laughs> sorry, that was mean. Right now we're talking kids and sports participation and the fact that kids want to play sports. So, ESPN published this article about kids quitting sports around the age of 11. That's the average now. Wayne said he has. he thinks he knows why. Mm-hmm. Or at least he has two reasons why. Yeah. I'm going to compare them to this article and we're going to talk about it. Okay. When was the time you got <laughs> done with sports? I Let's technically I have never been done with sports. No, but like let me let me rephrase. I know what you mean. Um, so done with sports, as in like uh 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 oh shoot, uh, organized school sports or club sports. Not just I only like played, oh I played. I only played school sports one year. Okay, and that was football seventh grade. Okay, and I was on I was starting wide receiver on eighteen, bro. Holla at me. Okay, so that's eleven. No, that's seventh grade. Seventh grade. So that's so. This was literally two thousand seven. So that is thirteen. What you're wearing two thousand nineteen? Two thousand nineteen. Twelve years ago. So I was twelve. 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 Thirteen. Yeah. So, why do you think that is? Well, I, I was lied to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear the story about how uh, Wayne <laughs> quit football? Here's what happened. So I was in football and I was in band. Okay. Uh huh. I was going to eighth grade. Somebody told me I had to pick either football or band. Uh huh. And because I was switching schools and I, I was at one junior high and I was switching schools and going to the rival junior high, I didn't really want to play football for them because I hated them. Uh huh. So I picked band. Then I found out when I already picked band and I didn't sign up for football that I could have done both. So now I was like, well, god dang, you know, oh well. Uh huh. But. That's a whole different story. That's, you know, Jesus changing my life for the better. Because, God dang, that's, that football year, the team went, the team lost every game except for the last game when they tied on the coach's birthday. <laughs> and I was like, it's a good thing I wasn't playing for y'all because I would have been heated. Heated. Yeah. But anyway, here are my two reasons as to why I think kids are quitting sports and not playing sports okay. at the age of 11. Give it to me. Number one, I think it's parents... Taking the kids out of sports due to, like, injuries and that kind of stuff. Especially football. Okay. Now, I think one thing, concussions, all that stuff, parents want to put their kids in football because of that kind of thing. Okay. And you don't want to start them young to play in, for playing football because you don't want their heads start getting messed up at a young age. Them so melons. injuries is one thing. The other thing okay. that I think is you can win $3 million if you win a Fortnite tournament. <laughs> As That's a true. kid... That's true. I, like like Kevin stage when they were in Spain, he was like, hey, "What you playing?" Yeah, he was playing Super Smash Bros. Like, nah, turn it off. Play Fortnite. Play Fortnite. <laughs> what you doing on that game? So. Yeah, what you, doing, what you doing on that game? Oh, uh, Fortnite all day, every day. You can win. You mean to tell me that if I'm a 15 year old, 16 year old kid, I can win three million dollars by turning on my my PC and 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 winning a Fortnite tournament? I'm in. 
And so if mm. you start training your kids at a young age to be good at Fortnite or esports or Apex or whatever it is, at that young of an age, they're going to carry that through. And like times are changing. You know, back then, football used to like rule the world, you know, the hard nose, go out there, hit somebody in the mouth type football. Nowadays, you can see uh, football and you know, certain sports kind of taking the shift and turning into a more body friendly, more um, injury or less injury prone kind of sport, which I get, but it's kind of like putting a damper on things. And so what are people doing? They're saying, hey, while they're over there doing that, changing something that used to be great, that still is great, but it used to be something different. Why don't we come over here? Where you can make three million dollars at the age of fifteen, and yeah. all you have to do is yeah, win. Smash, put in, put in that for <laughs> And then, like, if you get third place, you still get money. Yeah, I forgot the third place kid was crying or whatever, but he got like, oh, like five hundred thousand yeah, dollars, something I like that, so, like yeah. some like three hundred thousand yeah. dollars. I'm like, bro, I'm a whole twenty four years old. I'll go play in a tournament and get fifth place. Give me my check. Yeah. I don't care if I lost. Run it. Yeah, run me my check, huh? <laughs> Drop hits, get it'll money. Be, it'll be like money. Nacho Libre when they were losing, but they were getting paid. Yeah. Like, come on. I'll lose. And Kanasi, yo. Bro, run me my check for catching an L. I don't care. I don't care. I really don't. And so I think that's what's turning. That's just my opinion. I don't know what the article said. I okay. didn't read it. But that's just what I think. I think it's injuries. Parents, whatever, uh-huh. and I think it's because esports is kind of on the come up, and I mean you got your whole, you got your own esports league with two K now. Yep, teams have 2K, their NBA Overwatch, teams have their every, teams. Everywhere. Overwatch got their stuff. You can win money with Fortnite. Apex. I was I was watching ESPN. Yeah, it's on ESPN, and now. it was a Friday night. And it was Prime time Friday night. No, and it was Apex. Apex. It was an Apex tournament, tournament with celebrities. It was the dude, the son yeah. from Blackest was on there. He yeah, had a yeah. team. Miles Brown. Yeah, yeah, I know. What um, you're the son from Blackest was on there. Um, there were some WWE superstars yeah. playing. There yeah. was. Um, I remember the uh, Crowder stuff. Who's on the Rock? Was it Crowder that's on the Jay Rockets? Jay Crowder. Right? Is he on the Rockets? Which, oh no, Rockets. Whoever's on the Rockets. They have a dreaded guy. Oh, um, Kenneth Fareed. Is it Kenneth Fareed? Kenneth Fareed. I think I think it was yeah. him. He was there. He looks like Jay Crowder. Yeah, though, but yeah. I know why he said that. Yeah. But they were all like it was just a celebrity, yep. like and it was on Friday night on ESPN, whatever number they have. The Ocho. Something probably. <laughs> hey, hey, the Ocho, the show with Kay yeah, Nolan and, and so David Jacoby, it's pretty hilarious. Anyway, ESPN that was a side note. The Ocho. But bro, like you can get paid buku money. I think your reasons are are side reasons. I think they're good reasons. They're not the main reasons. That's not the main reasons? No. I'm going to tell you why. Oh, Lord. Uh, so the first one, which is why Kobe like Kobe has this like foundation partnership, whatever, uh-huh. to combat it, called Don't Retire Kid, I believe it's called. Hashtag Don't Retire Kid. The first uh, one reason is uh, we are now, Kobe says we're now, it was Kobe and then it was a study from the University of uh, Utah State University for the Aspen Institute. And they both said, we're in a, an environment basically that is now structured sp- to target younger, younger, and younger. Sports always was competitive, but sports also used to be something kids did for fun. Like, offhandedly. Okay. Like, they would do like actual competitive stuff but they would also go outside and play they would also go do these things however 
sports now is so regimented, so structured. Parents start to ex- in- interject their own experiences. Coaches start to interject their own experiences, past failures, etc., on the kids who then realize, like, I'm not that good. It's not worth the coach yelling at me. It's not worth my mom yelling at It's not worth it. And more and more kids are like, listen, I like I've this is my first year playing baseball. Why did you take me out to a travel select team yeah. and put me on this team and yell at me when I missed the ground ball to me when I've played baseball once in my life? Mm-hmm. Kids and kids who are a lot smarter than adults think they are, they recognize this game one. And they're like, all right, well, I'm going to get through this 10, 11 game season and I'm not playing this game ever again. Yeah. You know? And so, due to financial pressures, uh, bad coaches, lack of fun, etc., right now the average child spends less than three years playing a sport, organized, and quits often by age 11. That's where they quit. Dang. Yeah. I was way off. (laughs) The Aspen uh, 2018 State of Play Institute also pointed a finger at coaches for kids quitting sports. Uh, concluding that a lack of training is also the problem. Kids who play for trained coaches drop out at a much lesser rate. So the coaches don't train enough kids. However, not all coaches have the time and are are able to put in the money to train these kids. You know what I'm saying? It's Mm -hmm. a cycle, right? The other reason was cost. It's how much some of these sports cost. Uh, It was the story of this kid who plays like five or six sports and they did a study on how, like, how much it costs families uh, to supply their kid for these sports. Mm-hmm. Specifically, if their kid gets better and better and better and better, et cetera, how much it costs. Well, I mean, if you got a kid sports. playing like five or six sports at one time, or not at one time, but like you got a kid who's dabbling in every yeah, sport. Yeah, that, but I'm, I'm not talking about that specifically. I'm saying they're using that as an example. Oh. And they were like, that's like kids were able to do this. At a time. Like, they were able to play basketball, football, soccer, etc. But now, since all the sports basically start, quote-unquote, scouting or whatever at age 10. Yeah. Now, you won't find as many dual-sport kids. Now, the parents are like, well, if you're somewhat good in this, you ain't doing anything else but this. Now, mm-hmm. this kid is going to, in three years, not really enjoy the sport. Just realize, like, oh, I got to do it because... That's the sport I'm best at, right? So <laughs> it's crazy. Um, through the through the project play, thirty eight percent of kids aged six to twelve played team sports on a regular basis. A decade ago was forty eight. Now it's at thirty eight, and that's why I think, in conjunction with what you said about esports and all that stuff, is important too. Uh, the approximate no, I'm sorry. The average amount of spending on sport was $692 that a parent is spending on a kid for a sport. Okay. Per kid. Okay. So when you have two or three kids who want to do two and three things, see that's not see that's it where starts you, to add and up. that's where it, and that's where you fall short. <laughs> see, see what I'm saying? See, I didn't already got a plan. My kid, you plan if you want to play a sport, that's fine. You better pick a good one. <laughs> you better pick a good one. Like so, the average <laughs> annual spending per sport per child: bas- uh, baseball seven hundred or six seventy, 
uh, basketball's 480, uh, cross country's 450, golf is a grand, ice hockey's 2600. Golf is a G? Golf is a G. You gotta buy the clubs, you gotta buy all that stuff. Golf is a grand. You best believe I'm buying you one set of I'm clubs. I'm buying you one club. <laughs> I buy you a club a but year. But it's also like the price and traveling and all that stuff because golf is different. They're like the normal sports. You stand in the Houston area. <laughs> like there are normal sports like baseball and uh, you know, soccer, softball that are in the 600, 700 range. But then there are like college level sports at a young age that the parents will flock to because they're like, well, he can get a scholarship for this easy. Like golf, field hockey, lacrosse snowboarding skateboarding martial arts cross country stuff like that like the highest one on here is ice hockey $2,700 ice hockey well yeah all that stuff yeah the stick the skates the tournament especially the, if you're the helmets, goalie the, 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 yeah, all, all, all that stuff. stuff and if you're gonna be on a travel team you gotta go to those spots especially and, and for I ice think, hockey and I think to those because, spots because ice hockey is a less desired sport it's, nowadays there's only select places that have it so you're traveling exactly. further so, so it costs you, more money on gas you are and traveling and stuff. yeah you are spending hours upon That's hours I said, look my kids need they better pick a good one yeah because you're going i understand the whole thing playing one sport no dual sport whatever yeah. daddy can only spend so much money on these <laughs> two kids okay so you have to pick a good sport and you better like it because if you don't all right Move on. Go do something Travel that doesn't is cost the me a lot of money. Costliest element of youth sports. On average, $215 per sport per child to travel. Just to travel. On addition, and then add that to whatever. Yeah. Thanks to travel teams, youth sports is in $17 billion industry. That's God, that's dang. the problem. That's just traveling. That's the end. Of, no, no, no. All, all together. Oh, okay. Youth sports in general. That's the problem right there. Is that the youth sports industry is a seventeen billion dollar machine? Yeah. <laughs> Facebook Marketplace, no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wish app, no. Play sports, and yeah. that's where the money. That is insane yeah. to me. Seventeen billion dollars. But then you think about private lessons, private whatever, mm -hmm. traveling, AAU teams, select travel, yeah. whatever. Camps, extra training all the camps, camps and stuff during the summer so like all of this stuff and i'm like there like that's why i said there's multiple factors if you're a kid who's nine or ten it's like oh i kind of want to play soccer i want to try it it's gonna cost you that's why the parents earlier like listen it's an investment so you gotta supply us with some skill mm -hmm. <laughs> Or if you go to that first practice and we notice you ain't got no skill, you tripping over the ball, you get, right, go you ahead get your butt down. yanked out, and we going to the chess club, man. <laughs> like we're gonna go, we're gonna go look at some math problems. Yeah, <laughs> we gonna hit up Fortnite. That, like you know what I'm saying? That's what the problem is. Like you said, because it's structured so much now that it used to be, you could do sports eight to like thirteen and try different things. That's what I did: basketball. Uh, volleyball, soccer, uh, hockey. Like I, I tried different things. I'm like, I like this. I don't like this. I don't, you know. And then by 13, by middle school, mm -hmm. is when you start to get serious. Now there are select club travel, whatever. At the eight, nine, seven. Like there are there are especially here in Houston, there are travel baseball teams that are seven, eight years old. 
uh, 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 sorry, what? So you got third graders <laughs> who you are like screaming at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. Like that blows my mind. And and a part of that is like some coaches don't understand the level at which they coach, and so they treat young also kids. Parents. Yeah, parents. Yeah. Too, they treat young kids like they're older than what they are. Yeah. Or so their ticket have to, to know, popularity and yada yada. You have to know your audience and you have to know who you're reaching out to. I'm not finna go coach Boone on some dang second graders. That, that's you know what, what I'm saying? saying. Now, if I'm at high school level and you mess up my slants, I'm gonna let you hear it. You running. Yeah, you <laughs> running and I'm gonna break my foot off in your John, <laughs> in your John Brown hind parts. And then you'll run a mile. <laughs> They're 5,280 feet in a mile. You pick this ball up. <laughs> You run every every John Brown one of them feet. Oh, good times. Yeah, but like if I'm if I'm coaching young kids, I'm gonna treat them differently. Yes, I still want to get the same point across, but I'm going to go about it differently. Differently, my point will get across. And you though. can, but see, you can tell the good coach from the bad coaches. Yeah, and I think at this point, I won't say the bad outweighs the good, but you will. It's harder to find. You're more surprised when you see a really good coach. Yeah. Versus uh, a coach that is streaming. That's the sad thing. It's like, yo, that's a really... That shouldn't be like a shock. If you look at... Did you watch... um, Hold on. uh, Before before you say that. uh, Perfect example, especially with parents and stuff like that. At my previous place where I worked, there were... A couple parents asked, like, why don't you guys do, like, baseball or anything? And back in my mind, I'm like, no. (laughs) I'm not. In Texas, why don't do baseball? For like like a Y rec league, basically, no, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not trying to get fired because I punched a dad because he pushed <laughs> a different kid down, yeah, like Will Ferrell. <laughs> and I, so one of the coaches when we were doing football at the time, one of the coaches told me like he came over from a baseball from a different part of town, but he came over from like a baseball league, and he was like, I had enough, I can't do it. And I, we were talking, I was talking to him, he's like, What do you mean? And he said, uh, the league that they were part of, I don't remember the name, uh, the they would. Get you would get your team names at like a banquet that all everybody was like everybody in the league went to this banquet, and so the parents would bid on team names for their team, but all their names were college team names, mm-hmm. so the parents would bid to be their alumni school, yeah. So there were parents like, oh, my son's going to play on the Aggie, like the Aggie baseball team. Mm-hmm. They're going to play for the LSU Tiger baseball team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He said parents would want uh, Aggies, final bid, $14,000. LSU Tigers, final bid, $9,000. Be the Little Longhorns, $11,000. People were bidding thousands of dollars so their, so their kids' team could be their alumni colors he told me they would clear 100k in a night just like that because it was like a 20 25 team league whatever they'd clear 100k so then uh he would say like the problem was then during game days the parents are all decked out in their alumni gear arguing with other parents a gig them whatever didn't give two craps about the game that's going on until their son or daughter does something wrong and then they're screaming and hollering. And it was, he was like, no. Like, that's not why we... And that's why... That's my fear is that there are a lot of places like that around mm-hmm. the country to which if I'm 12 
and I see that go on or if I, if I experience that and I realize my mom and dad literally pay seven, eight hundred dollars. Nah. Could Fortnite. A, it could Fortnite, be a bro. Texas thing. <laughs> it, Texas it, for, crazy, for baseball, bro. it may be the case. But on the East Coast, I guarantee you it's a thing with hockey. Well, ice hockey. Probably. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it depends on the region, but it's happening like, everywhere. Texas is like football and, and well, baseball. Well, it's the same thing. Texas is football and baseball. Same thing California. California is football. East Coast, North Carolina, football, basketball. Like, it's... D- depending on the region, yeah, that's where you're going to find, like, it's going to happen. That's what blows my mind. Coaching matters. Coaching matters. Coaching matters. Parenting matters. Parenting matters. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's good those two. Lert. It goes down to those two things. It goes down to coaching, because a good or bad coaching experience can ruin or make a sport. Yeah. A child's favorite or their least favorite. Yeah. For sure. And parenting can either make a kid or child excited to play a sport or have them literally dread every single minute in a practice mm-hmm. because I'm only here because I know my parents paid for me to be here. Yep. And every time I look over, they're staring at me. <laughs> so I got to run these I'm laps. in the dugout. Yeah. Like, Stop looking at me. <laughs> I'm in the dugout. So I, I think it's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, we need more like cul-de-sac leagues. That's what, that's what we need. We need more like bro. We need yo. Is eighty you guys? There's a there's a basketball court right there in the cul-de-sac. Let's play. We need you know, more of those. Me and my me and one of my good friends. His name is Jacoby Poindexter. Okay, Jacoby, if you ever hearing this, that's a government. Shout out to you. <laughs> my bad. That's a government. <laughs> but anyway, we used to go. He's a hooper. Like, who's uh-huh. a hooper? Hooper. Like, he's at college hooper. And, and bro. see, that's how you find out and stuff like that as you're young. Yeah. You do stuff like that, and you're like, oh, I can actually like. You don't find out at 13, yeah, and then you get sad or whatever. Like it, it's just a bunch of different things. But anyway, we used to go. We used, I used to live in this apartment complex, and we. I kid you not, me and Jacoby, we went out, and we made. We got like these tank tops or whatever, uh huh, and we rode on them, bro. We <laughs> made our own jerseys. We both got the same shorts, okay. And we would go down to the court. We would go down to the court and we would wreck anybody that showed up, man. Grown men men showing up. I don't know how old I was. I was probably in like sixth grade, maybe seventh. We would go down to that court at the apartment complex. And like anybody that wanted to get to work, they could get to work. Anybody that wanted to smoke. Anybody that wanted to smoke. (laughs) We would go there like early in the morning. Like, well, early for us was like 10. Yeah. 11. So we'd go there like 10, 11. There'd be some kids, you know, kind of walking out there, maybe playing some football, and we'd go out there wearing the same was thing. Was it a complex, or was it like a like a set-apart place for basketball? So Like a park type of thing? The complex was, it... was split into two. There was like okay. the front yeah. complex, and then there was a middle section where like there was a lake on the right, and then in the in the middle was a basketball court. Got it. And like a trail or whatever that went around Got the it. lake. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then there was the back complex. Got we it. were in the back complex, okay. and we would walk up to the front, or to the middle, where the we basketball courts ball. were, and we would just hoop, man. Those were the days. That's but that's when you that's what how that you can tell one? when kids want it. Yeah. You ain't gotta tell them nothing. And that's another like thing. Brandon, when he goes to hoop, he'll wake up, go down to the park, put up shots for hours and not be done. Like he won't yeah. be tired. He only comes back if it like rains or if it's like super hot, like it's a hundred plus. Yeah. And then he'll come home. Like how it is now. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, I ain't gotta tell I don't tell him, hey, go put up shots. He does it on his own. It. He wants it. It's the same thing. Him in football, he just love he if he wants it, he'll go get it. So when you know you got a kid like that 
who wants it. Do they at that want point, it? At that point, it doesn't care who's coaching. It doesn't matter who's coaching. The kid wants it. When the kid wants it, it's chicken it's wraps. Wraps. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today for the sports episode. A nice, chunky sports episode. Look, Campbell's chunky chicken noodle soup. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to follow us on social media, at I am from Wakanda for myself on Twitter, at Hatrick Wizzy for Wayne on Twitter. The show Twitter handle is at ENT underscore exchange. If you got a question for us, please don't forget, hit us up on Twitter, hashtag AskEX, or on Facebook, Entertainment Exchange, or on our YouTube page, EX Does Entertainment, and any of the comments of our videos. Wayne, sign off for us. Signing off. It's your boy Wayne the Hatrick Wizzy Wilk. That's David Johnson. We love y'all. Keep rocking with us because this content is live and in charge for you. Just saying, love God, love people, goodbye. <laughs>